make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. I do believe this is episode number 16. Um, Let's see. Uh, we're doing things a little differently for this show. Uh, Myron is not with us again, and but I do have uh, a guest who is sitting here. Um, I don't have my normal, my normal studio set up, so we're doing this kind of on the fly. So I hope it sounds okay, <clears throat> comparable to other episodes and things like that. But I'm actually in a hotel room uh, just outside of Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, my wife had a nerd conference to go to. And like my wife, she does uh, accounting and things like that. So this conference is all about counting and so my wife is sitting here and my wife my wife is actually going to be the uh the guest because you know before before you met me you thought this was all this paranormal stuff was all a bunch of horse shit didn't you Yes I did And what about now I think that you're crazy You still think I'm crazy <laughs> It's not I don't I don't necessarily blame you. I did want to I wanted to bring this up before we get into um today's like topic and all this. I wanted to bring this up. John Podesta. And if you guys don't know who John Podesta is, he has been in the White House for God knows how long. Forever. Okay, he's been in there forever. I think they built the White House around John Podesta. But anyway, he has officially left the White House. And it's crazy because he you know he's an advisor, a presidential advisor, and you know back in the day, you know he's been a very big advocate advocate uh, about you know disclosure about UFO disclosure and things like that. In fact, I used uh, a press conference of John Podesta in my documentary disclosure. Um. And, you know, in the film, he actually is quoted of saying, you know, that the government should come forward with all of this. He says, we ought to do it, really, because it's the because it's right. He says, we ought to do it, quite frankly, because the American people can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Now, John Podesta, then, after stepping down, sent out a tweet and basically was talking about his regrets and things of that nature about leaving the White House and, you know, what his biggest regret was, was, um, you know, not coming forward with all of this, disc the, the full disclosure with all of the, 
the information to be had on aliens and extraterrestrials and things of that nature. So honestly, I don't know. But he, he sent out a tweet. It was it was fairly big news as far as like the paranormal was concerned. But if you guys want to chime in on that, chime in on the, the Podesta stuff, please do so at ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. You could also go to joshherd.net slash ectoplasm, and you can find some shows there as well. We're also on the iTunes, the iTunes store now, um, and obviously our home is on Podbean, so that's where we initially launched the show, but I wanted to get right to it. I wanted to get right to the uh, the meat and potatoes of today's show potatoes so sweetie where are we exactly like where i know we're close to des moines but it's not considered des moines what what town is this altoona altoona it sounds like a made-up name altoona but anyway this is kind of cool because right below us we have a casino that is attached right and we we went to the casino and we lost $53. We just peed it away. Yes, we did. I don't know how much that Jack Daniels that I bought cost. It was a pretty penny, I think. How much was it? Four and a half dollars. Four and a half dollars for a Jack and Coke. It's not too shabby. Not too shabby here in old Altoona. It's not bad. Anyway, my wife's name is Kirsten. And so I, I officially want to welcome you to to the uh, to the ectoplasm show, the strange and unusual ectoplasm show. So welcome. Thanks. So let me just ask, what do you, what do you think of the whole John Podesta thing? What do you think of the fact that somebody so close to the American Commander in Chief? You know, it has such strong feelings about UFOs and extraterrestrials and wants the truth to be told. What do you think about that? Do you think that he knows something that he's not necessarily telling us? I think that the entire government knows a whole lot of shit that they don't tell us. Now, I I, I would agree with you on that. I would totally agree with you on that. And I would agree with you more because you were... You you were in the military for how many years? What was it? Six years? Six and a half years? Six and a half years. You served in the United States Army. You were overseas for a year and some change, right? And what did you do? What did you do as your job in in the armed forces? What What did you do? I was a mental health specialist. So you listened a lot. To a lot of people's problems. Yes. And I can imagine there would be quite a few of those problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, as ex-military, what can you tell me about UFOs? Honey, I was a freaking peon. They didn't tell me shit. Okay. Whatever. Okay. So, you don't know anything. But seriously, though, about Podesta, what do you think? I think that... He's probably telling us the truth or wanting to tell us the truth. And 
I will say this, though. I will say this. And sorry, guys. I'm passing a microphone back and forth from her and I because I only have just this one microphone. I don't have, like I said, the entire studio like I'm used to. But I think if, if I were the president or at least somebody in charge, okay, and I knew that John Podesta was, like, all about the aliens, I'd be like, okay, Here's what's going down. Don't tell Podesta shit, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> probably not. I'm sorry. But, I mean, that's probably exactly what went down. They're probably just like, hey, hey, hey. Keep, keep this quiet. Podesta can't know. <laughs> Can you imagine? It'd be like fucking high school again, right? <laughs> so, anyway... When you were in Iraq, you knew that I was into this whole like ghost hunting thing way back in the day, right? You knew this. You told me this when I was in Iraq and you had already proposed to me. There was no backing out. You could have kind of backed out a little bit. No, you're screwed. You're screwed. Let's be honest. But yeah, so I told you I was into all this ghost hunting thing and then you like I got a wild hair up your ass or something like that. And wanted to go ghost hunting in Iraq, which is kind of badass. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it's kind of badass that you were you were ghost hunting on a military base. We were bored. <laughs> we needed something to do. <laughs> I'll give you that. But I did. I was a good fiance. And I packed up all of my geeko meters and shit like that. And I fucking sent them to you. I was bone dry. As far as equipment goes, on this side of the pond, I was bone dry. And that that right there, that's love, okay? That is love. I'm sorry. Okay, whatever you say. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway. Now, once you got back here, I married you real quick, and I knocked you up even quicker, right? I, I was, there was no screwing around on my end, Okay. So, while you were pregnant, I had a job where I was working overnights, and like I said, you were very, very pregnant, and I was obviously at work on the evening that this happened. Go into that story a little bit. Yeah, just grab onto it. Grab it. Grab it. You're such a dick. You get up into it. Here's your quiet. You're soft-spoken. Here. I'm not quiet. Well, you were at work, and I was waitressing tables. And I had come home from work, and it was late at night. And I was sitting on the couch, talking on the phone. I think I was probably talking to you or Aaron. I was talking to you? I thought I was talking to Aaron. And I was sitting there, and our couch was facing a big bay window. I didn't really have the TV on or anything. Well, I hung up the phone. And got really weird feeling and had chills and the hair on my arms, back of my neck stood up. And it felt like a cool breeze on my neck. And then I saw something black or very dark anyway go across that bay window. Well, we had curtains and they were open at the time. But when that jet black thing went across the window, when I was looking at it, I went from right to left which would have been inside of the house to the front door. And the curtains moved from top to the bottom. 
and there was a vent there, but the vent is on the floor, and the draft came from above, and then it switched from the curtain on the right to the curtain on the left. So my pregnant fat butt freaked, (laughs) jumped up, no shoes, grabbed the car keys, grabbed my cell phone, left everything open, ran out of the house, and made it to your grandparents' house, who luckily were just getting home from the races, because it was about 1.30 in the morning at that point. And broke down, bawling and screaming, and was convinced that there was somebody in our house. And nobody was there. Josh's grandfather actually went over to our house, I believe with a gun, thinking that there was somebody in our house. We had a back door that went straight down to the basement, but the door to the kitchen was closed off, so I wouldn't know if anybody came in there, but I was pretty sure the door was locked. So he went over there, checked everything out, came back, and there was nothing there. Nobody was there. He couldn't tell that anybody had been there. So he turned off lights and closed the door, and they had me spend the night at their house. And then, let's see, I don't remember, was that a Friday night probably? So then Josh worked Saturday night. And I think I stayed at Grandma Hurd's again that night and refused to stay in that house by myself. If Josh was working, I either had his dad spend the night with me or I would be at his grandparents' house for at least two weeks after that happened. And that was really the first time that I was like, okay, maybe this whole paranormal thing is real. Because, of course, we had some hits on the K2 meter and stuff when we were in Iraq, but we didn't know what we were doing. I mean, we're holding up to lights and then going, oh my God, it went off. It went all the way to red. Well, then I'm telling Josh this and he's like, well, no shit. It went to red. You're holding it next to a light that was turned on. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. Like I had no idea what what it was supposed to do, what it was doing. I mean, the shit went off. (laughs) There was a ghost. (laughs) And I mean, we did the same thing, but we were in the trauma center. And of course it went off next to some beds where we had lost many, many soldiers. But at the same time, what kind of electronics were there and putting off to make those things go off? You know, what was plugged in? I had no idea. We're walking around like a bunch of idiots. Going, oh my God, I went to red. That's awesome. You have haunted light bulbs in Iraq. And that's something I think we should all look into. I think we should all just take a trip. We should do a paranormal event. It would be a free event if you just got to go to a war zone, right? I will not be in attendance. Okay, so my wife says she's not going, so then we have an extra spot available. We're going to do a paranormal event in Iraq (laughs) and ghost hunt the haunted light bulbs. Apparently, it's quite the phenomenon. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was great. I love it. But, you know, like you said, you know, that was your moment. That was your your story. Everybody has a story like that. And that's what appeals the most to me is everybody's story because everybody's story is different. And I have so many people that will basically call me a moron and things like that and you know oh i don't believe in that shit you know i live in the in iowa there's a lot of hicks 
in Podunk, Iowa, right? So, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people that are like, I don't believe in that shit. But you know this one time, you know, and everybody always, uh, but you know this one time, this freaking thing happened, and I can't explain it, and it was the weirdest goddamn thing ever. <clears throat> it, it's It's amazing to me. It's almost like everybody has some story, some kind of a paranormal story, and it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. And so that's what really draws me to this is the people involved and their stories. And it's, it's I love it. I absolutely love it. So you started actually coming on investigations. I tried explaining that away first because I'm slightly analytical when it comes to everything. Okay. Let me just, I'm going to stop you. Because, okay, slightly analytical is not the way to put it. You are very analytical about everything. Everything. Sweetie, you're an accountant, okay? You're an accountant. I get it. It's fine. I still love you. It's awesome. (laughs) You just breathe easy. It's fine. (laughs) My God. I think that's why you take me on investigations because i am the one i want to try and explain everything away but there are those times where i'm like i got nothing right and that's you know if we're all left scratching our heads that's awesome to me especially if there's evidence or something you know that we captured then to go along with that experience that makes it all the more the more fulfilling i love it so like i said before chime in with all of your thoughts and all of that fun stuff ectoplasm show at gmail.com i want to hear from you please 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 pretty please tweet us um at ectoplasm show um we're also on facebook we're we're everywhere and we're trying to expand it soon you will also be able to find this show on uh, theghostfiles.tv and that's pretty much going to be like home base now for a lot of the things that I'm doing a lot of my you know documentaries and um, I'm actually leaving tomorrow to go to where the hell am I going Wisconsin which is cold here I mean it's cold in Iowa it's going to be frigid in Wisconsin but we talked to Nash Hoover last week and so we're going to be filming that werewolf thing. We're going to go hunt a freaking werewolf, which I'm still a little nervous about. But it'll be fun because we get to go like film at a zoo and all sorts of fun stuff. Like That'll be fun. Robert Patterson can help you. Who's that? Twilight. Oh, that dude. He went, no, no. Oh, yeah. He was Edward. I'm like, he was the sparkly vampire. That's another thing. Let's get into that. Not Twilight. I don't want to talk Twilight. I know. Okay, my wife is a huge Twilight fan. She loves it. She devoured the books, okay? Devoured them. But I don't want to get into that. I want to get into the fact, because how many scary movies did you actually watch before you and I started dating? Watched one of the Chucky movies. Okay, that... Yeah, that's, I don't know. I never really dug the child's play stuff. Have you? What about The Exorcist? Have you seen that one? 
only with you in the daylight in our house. It's a badass flick, though. No, it's not. <laughs> I love that movie. It's freaky, but it's like, okay, it, it can hit you on so many different levels. I think it honestly depends on the mood that you're in. Because it's like, it could be terrifying, but at the same time, it could damn near be uplifting towards the end. Yes, it can. It can be. It can be empowering and uplifting. It's it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. It's a great movie. You're, you're not believing me. She's being analytical again. <laughs> people i don't like it i don't like it (laughs) but let's we were having a discussion earlier about you know you were kind of touching on the subject but i'm gonna i'm gonna lead you there a little more okay are locations haunted or is it people that are haunted or is it both could it be both i think it absolutely could be both And, you know, we, um, and I've said this a zillion and a half times that I'm honest to God, I'm tired of fucking talking about it, but the, uh, the film project that we're doing a brush with evil, we're obviously, you know, in the very final stages now of editing the movie and all that fun stuff. And it's coming together very nicely, but we noticed some very, um, I don't know. We we noticed trends in in the evidence that we captured, and the, what's weird about it is the evidence that we caught at both of these different locations. You know, they're a state away apart. Anyway, is uh, you know, a, a lot of the evidence is um, kind of it kind of coincides with one another, which left me scratching my head. I'm like, so is it this building that's haunted? Is it this chapel that's haunted? Or is it just all of this weird shit following me and my buddies around? Now, what do you think about all that? Is it possible that people are haunted? I think it is. I think that if there's certain people that you want to talk to, I mean, after you die, who am I going to come back and see? You know, you're alive, you, but let's face it, you're going to die years before I do. Oh, really you know but check in on our girls but then if you're tuned into it you know you believe in the paranormal and you want to communicate and find the unknown you're more tuned into it as opposed to say my mom who thinks that we're both freaking crazy i will say this about your mother she thinks i'm a nut bar sometimes but she is like the most supportive person on this planet it doesn't matter that um that I go off and chase ghosts and shit like that. But she still supports it. Well, yeah, because you're her son. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> anyway, what you were saying, I'm sorry. Anyway, what were we saying? What were we talking about? Oh, people and places. I mean, think of what would you want to do when you pass away? I mean, I plan to have a party. You're going to have what? I'm going to have a party. So you're asking me where I would go? Strip bar. I'm joking. I'm joking. God, don't smack me. Okay. Well, I was thinking it. I mean, I'm going to be like totally at dicks and whips all night long. Nice. Nice. So, see, there you go. That gives me something to go on. On the off chance that that you die before me, I know where to find you. Right? 
Okay. But here, this is going to lead me into another question then. Because in this field, we have zero answers and one question leads to five more questions, you know. But along the same lines then, you know, you and I lost somebody, you know, very dear to us. My uncle Danny, you know, he died damn near two years ago. March 4th will be two years. Now, Uncle Danny knew that I was into all this stuff and supported me through and through and all of it and thought it was so cool and even went on a couple investigations with us a couple times. He loved this stuff. And, you know, there was a couple times, especially the same day that he passed away, we were getting some very odd things going on in our house which happened to be the house that he grew up in as a child, right? So I, it's, it's weird to me because if I, if I wanted like undeniable evidence, I would say, okay, now's your chance. Perform, basically. Do something that is 100% you know, evidence that I could present to the masses and they could be like, oh my God, you finally caught a ghost. That's amazing. You know, I don't know. I get it. Whatever. But... <laughs> She looks at me weird. Anyway, but that hasn't happened. Why? Why hasn't that happened? Like, I would like to make a pact with you, and I would say, here's the deal. If I croak first, which you say is a a certainty. Okay, so if I die first, I will come back and haunt the fuck out of you, but you better have, like, cameras rolling and all sorts of stuff. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, now... If you made a deal like that, and I know people that have actually done this and lost friends, you know, and on their deathbed, these friends have told them, oh, yeah, once I die, I will let you know. I will let you know what it's like. But nothing has come of it. Why? I don't know. We always talk about, like, the energy that they need to communicate, and they have to learn how to use it. I mean, it's not like you go into a job. You have to have a learning curve there figure it out do they have to do the same thing i don't know i don't know but if you're talking like energy and stuff i could throw in like i'll I'll put in a fucking tesla coil for god's sake if they need energy here here's all the energy you need or em pumps all over the room or things like that you know now so i mean that's that's a great question though you know but think of like danny talking about our house our oldest daughter's room is the last room that he lived in when he lived in that house before passing and you were gone one night and I went in there and this was after we had remodeled those rooms remember and so we completely gutted these rooms I mean nothing is original in there we've put carpet in there we tore out the entire closet one of the things that Danny always did and yes it's disgusting he would always put a dip in even before bed. You're talking chewing tobacco. Yes. And he would just spit pretty much in his pillow on his bed. I mean, it was disgusting and it smelled. <laughs> you did what? He did that? You didn't know that? Hell no, I didn't know that. You obviously never cleaned his room for him. <laughs> oh my God, no, I didn't. 
No, it was disgusting. But you could always smell the chewing tobacco pretty much in his room, even when they moved to the apartment. Right. So I'm putting our daughter to bed. It was about 8 o'clock at night, you know, bedtime. And I walk in there, and I was hit with such a strong smell of chewing tobacco. And it smelled just like when Danny had a dip in. And I mean, it just, it was kind of a weird feeling and a weird scent and didn't say anything because I didn't want to freak our daughter out, put her to bed and she didn't notice it. So did she not smell it or did she just not know? Well, at that time she was how old? Like five, four, four and a half, five. Okay. So yeah, I I know for a fact she probably just, she misses a lot of shit for as much as she does pick up. She does miss a lot of shit. Like she's kind of spacey. She's our kid, right? That's a, that's what happens. But, yeah. But was that, was that him telling me he's there and he's watching over his baby girl? Because, I mean, our daughter was his baby girl through and through. I don't know. It's interesting. It, it, it very well could be. It very well could be. I don't know, but there's a lot of factors in here. And, I mean, bottom line is this. We all have no idea absolutely no idea whatsoever some people believe that it has to be you know certain weather conditions certain moon phases things like that uh specific seasons of the year and you know i will absolutely hop on board with some of that because i've you know i'll experience more paranormal activity for whatever reason during the summer months and the fall months than i will any other time of the year for whatever reason that may be, I have no idea. But that's just me personally. Other people think the same, you know. But I have no idea. None of us do. That's what makes this shit fun, is we get a dig. Now, it's frustrating as hell. It really is, because, you know, we go and we talk to the air and talk to the walls, seemingly, and hope to God that we get a whisper on a recording or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's I don't know. It gets to be a pain in the ass sometimes. But it's also a lot of fun. It's a labor of love, in my opinion. You know? And that's what I would say. It's all a labor of love. But then you you know what what are you doing over here? You trying okay. You good? Good to go? Good? Awesome. Alright, you take over. I'm done. I'm joking. God. You're so shy sometimes. When it comes to this, <laughs> I will say though, like I have seen you get pretty goddamn hardcore on investigations. When stuff starts happening, you are the first one to jump up and start in with the questions. It is very nice. It is very nice. I I enjoy that. What are you? You're just looking at me. You're staring at me. I'm, normally it's just because I'm overprotective of you and if shit's going to go down I'm going to put myself in between you and that like I can do anything but. you're so sweet I am three times your size I am a lot tougher but you are a lot tougher yes <laughs> I'll give you that that's funny oh my gosh so here's also what I think I'm going to do I think God, we've been talking for a half hour Go us. Look at us go. All right. High five. Hey, yeah, another thing. This is what I want to. I wanted to ask you because I always ask everybody. 
aliens. I want to know what you think about aliens. Because here's here's a weird thing. You've watched my documentary, Disclosure. You've watched it. Yeah, I mean, you were there the entire time that I was making it, too. So you, you've seen it like 18,000 times over and over and over and over and over again. What do you think? Because you've never really told me. You've never really said a word about it, honestly, now that I think about it. You didn't say, hey, that sucks. Or, hey, that's really good. Or, hey, that's okay. A for effort, right? <laughs> no, seriously, tell me what you think. to have a cigarette yep what do i think about aliens well when you first brought it up it was kind of the same thing as when you first brought up ghosting 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 and i thought the hell is wrong with you but then as i started watching all of your evidence that you were pulling and talking about it kind of all made sense i mean I don't know. Can I say, yeah, there's aliens out there? I know for a fact, no. But who am I? Well, it's okay, but it's uh, it's different. Because, like, yes do do you think that there could be aliens out there? Is what I'm asking. Yes. Okay. So, I it's just my personal opinion that it's small minded as fuck to think that we that the possibility isn't at least out there, right? Yeah, I think so. Do you remember on Disclosure when I put on the uh, the moon landing stuff? Do you remember that part? Okay. And I have all the quotes from like Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, saying exactly what it is that they're saying or what they were seeing at that time. Now, this is actual, you know, transcripts, logs, that I got now what they were seeing and hearing and feeling even on the surface, like underneath them, it's fucking terrifying. Now, what do you think of that? I think there's a reason I'm not an astronaut. See, and that's another thing. Why would anybody want that fucking job? I mean, yeah, sure. It'd be cool. Yeah. Let's go to space. Yay. But God dang, come on, man. Like, you talk about just the moon itself and how uninviting it is. I mean, it's desolate, number one. There's a 400-degree difference just between the sunlight and the shade. I mean, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, it doesn't sound like a fun place at all. And now you've got alien spacecraft on this far side of a crater looking at you. Like, basically warning you. Now, this is the shit that they do not teach you in school. Why the hell don't they teach this stuff in school? Do you really want me to go into that? I I do want you. You could tell me that I because because nobody's going to believe that shit <laughs> or what? Like this is actually documented though. We're talking but we are talking about government documentation that they released, you know, by law obviously, but they released this to the public. I mean, this is, in in my opinion, damn near as close to a smoking gun as we're going to get. Yeah. Yep. What are your thoughts on that? Yep. <laughs> no. Pretty much. 
But no. So you do you honestly think in our lifetime you're you're almost thirty, aren't you, sweetie? Just about thirty. Just a couple months away and you'll be thirty. Wow. Wow. I'm thirty three, so it's fine. But do you think that in our lifetime we will ever have actual disclosure from the world governments. I mean, all governments coming together as one saying, yes, you're not just dreaming this shit. <laughs> what do you think? No, because I think it would cause mass chaos and people would freak out just like it did back in what, what year was it? With the broadcast? Oh, the War of the Worlds broadcast. That was not good. When that shit happened, that was not cool. And I don't know, like... What's that? Humans are a lot crazier now than they were back then. Well, I was just gonna... And I mentioned that, too, in Disclosure. Like, how much has honestly changed? Other than... Excuse me. Other than technology and things of that nature. I mean, the obvious leaps. You know, back then, all they had was, you know, radio radio shows and things like that. Now we have, you know, television and we have the internet and the world is becoming much more small, you know, because if I wanted to, if I, but it's like, if I had a friend in Korea and I wanted to just call the person, I could just do that or we could Skype or FaceTime or do whatever. And it's not that big of a deal. But back then, obviously they had the radio and that was it. Now, other than those technological leaps, what else has really changed? Honestly, what else? I mean, we still eat the same things, right? We still drink. We still do all that stuff. What do you mean? Everybody's mindset has, everybody's mindset has changed. Society is so much different. I'll give you that. Like morals and things like that. Have seemingly, we have no morals, right? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> See, yeah, before, I mean, they would listen to the news and things like that, you know. The man would take care of the family. The man would take care of the family. And the what the man says goes. Then don't get any ideas because you know I'm the boss. Who's the boss? I'm the boss. Oh, okay. So what the man said would go. That's how it used to be. Back in the day, I mean, it was the man worked. He was to provide for the family. He made all the big decisions. You know, it wasn't so much a partnership i mean it was the woman's job to basically raise the children and do the laundry and the dishes and the cooking right am i crazy no you're absolutely correct you know now it's like you know let's be honest josh does a lot of the laundry because i because i fucking rock at the laundry yes he does (laughs) (laughs) you know and he stays home with our youngest child and is able to work from home while i work outside the home and you know when we make decisions for what's best for our family and our children it's more of a team effort yeah yeah, i'll give you that i'll give you that but other than that i'm saying society as a whole other than just the mindset and things like that and technology we haven't really changed that much i still think and i do believe this that if we were given disclosure i i do not think we would handle it well and I think other people share my my opinion, and 
one of those entities would be uh, the Vatican Church. You know, I mean, they they pretty much got more money than God himself. So I mean, they own God. But, but anyway, what I'm saying is they have publicly now, because I mean, they have their own astronomy, uh, uh, astronomers, you know, on payroll. You know, they're there and they look at the stars and they observe and they do all sorts of fun stuff. But they have publicly said that they would not be surprised if one day we were visited. Smart business move on their part. I do believe that. Because one of my biggest fears was that if we were given disclosure, you know, the uh, the religious aspect of everything might crumble. But I'm saying it's, it would completely topple over. Now, with them coming out publicly and saying that it is absolutely feasible that one day we might be, be visited by another race, like, that's huge to me. Because then they can, you know, they've already gone on record and said, yeah, it's a possibility. Of course it is. They're not denying God or denying their faith or anything like that. They're just saying, we'll keep an eye out. And I think it's very smart on their part. I'm not Catholic. You know, we're not Catholic at all. I mean, honestly, I think the last time I actually was in a church was for our daughter's baptism. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we don't we don't really go to church that often. So, I don't know. What do you think about that, though? What? You're just sitting here playing with your hair. You're staring at your hair. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Counting. Accounting for things. <laughs> no, but it, honestly, in all honesty, what do you think of that smart move on their part? Yeah, it's kind of covering their butts. Absolutely. I do believe so. I do believe so. Now, what else was I going to mention? I was going to mention something else. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm back on track. Now, as I stated earlier, we are, I I am going to Wisconsin here, a, well, tomorrow or Friday. I'll be going to Wisconsin. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be doing that show with Nash Hoover, uh, Chasing Legends, which I'm very excited for. It should be a good time. Um, but I also think I... I might just do another podcast while I'm out there because I'll have the stuff. So I might do another podcast with with Nash and Connor and uh, some of the members of Nash's crew as well. And I think it'll be a good time, I think. So look for that. If, if we have time, uh, we'll definitely just bust that out and it'll probably be early next week. When we do that, so I, I want to I want to throw more content up. I want to do more podcasts, and I want to get better at this. So, again, if you want to chime in and tell me how much I suck, I welcome that. <laughs> or tell me if you like the show or whatever. Um, please do so. I love hearing from you guys, 
It's amazing. It's amazing to me that I can do this and that you guys actually listen to it. (laughs) I, I appreciate the hell out of it. I really do. So if there's a certain topic or anything like that that you guys want me to cover, shoot me an email or a Facebook message or anything like that, and I'll cover it to the best of my ability. I'll actually research it and then cover it. Um, but that would be great. Kirsten, sweetheart, do you have anything else that you would like to add? No. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Oh, we're, we're live right now? I don't believe you. No? No Anchorman quotes? No? You're so tired. You're sleepy. What the hell, girl? It's not even 9 o'clock at night. Okay, whatever. Getting old. Getting old. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, everybody stay well. And we will talk to you all very, very soon. Again, check us out. Um, what is that email address again? I do this all the time. I always forget the email address. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. It is a tough one. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, Ectoplasm Show Twitter. And we're also on Facebook as well. So get on there. We post the stuff on Facebook as well. Um, so yeah, plenty of ways for you guys to chime in and all of that fun stuff. Yeah, we get, we do get emails. Excuse me. It is amazing. We, um, you know, and it's been a minute since I actually gave this guy a, a shout out, but his name is David and David is all the way over on the, across the pond. He is in England. And David enjoys this program as well. So, uh, thanks to David. And we also have, let's see, Josh, who just emailed me. Josh Moreland uh, emailed us the other day. Didn't He says he didn't like the Christmas break, the hiatus that we took, which sucked because it was so busy. It was so, so busy. But, yeah. So that's why, you know, I kind of want to make up for that and I want to pump out some more content for you guys. So everybody keep doing what you're doing. Stay well. And we will talk to you all very, very soon. Bye. I make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.